You're listening to The Brave Yes, the show where we explore the many brave yes leaps that creatives, change makers, and rising leaders can make in order to show up in this world more fully as you, without apology. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a coach who helps you dig out from the rubble of a busy life of shoulds and expectations and design your most authentic, courageous life and career path. So hello, welcome, welcome back. And today I am closing out my series that I have been working on called The Politics of Languishing. If you haven't checked in on all the other episodes, please check in on those because some really eye-opening stuff to make you think, to make you wake up, and to make you start to recognize whether or not you might be languishing and the reasons why. I am closing out the series with a little bit of a clause. I want to close it out for now. I have loved this series. I have also found that every time I do a new episode, I am charged up even more. And so I want to give myself some time to stop, to let everybody get caught up on where we've been. And I'm going to take some time off from uh, podcasting for the summer and just lean into being fully aligned myself, which is going to be through writing and following me on Instagram if you're not. Um, Also, I have a brand new uh, opt-in for my email list that's going to be happening very shortly. So what you're going to see is one more episode where I'm going to bring all of these, this politics of languishing series together that I have um, published so far. And that, and then I'll tell you about the new opt-in as well. Um, So uh, I'm really excited about that. And I'm really looking forward to you hopping over on my email list, which is going to be the best place for you to stay connected to me. So today, we are going to go straight into what I can only sum up as the politics of sucking it up. And this this has been um, an idea that I've had for a while because most of the women that I work with in coaching come to me because they feel pretty sick and tired of where they are in their lives. And some of, you know, it's a degree, it's a spectrum of, of not liking their life, right? There's some that are just kind of tolerating it and, and there's some who just flat out cannot do it any longer and they are done and they're ready for a change. And I tend to work with women who are more on the I'm done, I'm ready for a change spectrum. So today we're going to talk about this idea of sucking it up, settling, um, being in, in stagnation. Um, feeling trapped and not doing anything about it. So let's get started. Enjoy the show. I guess I'll just have to suck it up and do the job, she said on the Zoom session. These were the exact words from a client I just started working with who wants to find a new career, one that allows her to fully self-express the way she longs to be seen in the world but who also needs money to get where she wants to be. She wants to wear a streak of pink in her hair. She wants to wear elephant pants to work. 
She's happiest when she's fully aligned with her divine self. But when she's working in her corporate job and a career that she chose when she was younger and less enlightened, she no longer feels aligned and it doesn't bring her alive. In fact, when she, what she does feel in those nine to five work hours and the toll it pays on her life and her time and her energy is called languishing a state in mental health that describes a condition where you are not depressed, but you're not thriving either. Languishing is a no joy land. It's a no pleasure space. And it's also where so many women find themselves. This is why I have been talking and talking and talking about the politics of languishing to explain all the reasons why women have been languishing for years. We're languishing because we're stuck in a power system a political system of overworking, perfectionism, being good girls, putting on a strong mask even when we're totally burned out and exhausted. Well, today I'm diving into another political system, the one where we're trapped under and required to suck it up. <laughs> this sucking it up that so many amazing, talented, star-powered women like you get stuck in stagnation and languishing rather than taking the risks or what I call brave yes leaps needed to show up more authentically and aligned in this unique journey of being human. So what happens when you feel trapped in your life or stuck in a bad job? We have all had to suck it up in our lives. Most of life, in fact, is about sucking it up for at least the time being. The question to ask yourself though is, how long should I tolerate it? You may not feel like you are languishing because languishing is subtle. It can be evident to those around you or you may be the only one that knows. There are many signs to be aware of when you are truly languishing in a situation or a career or a job where you're not flourishing in mind, body, and spirit. Believe it or not, it is your right to thrive on this earth. You are worthy enough to feel good and have a good life and to think otherwise is a sign that you need to make some changes to your inner belief system. When you feel trapped or stuck though, there are signs that can help you snap out of the mundane survival mode you're stuck in. Those signs are feeling like you're slogging through your days, exhaustion, waiting on perfect conditions to do what feels good, resentment, or what I call the land of bitter and sour, blaming others or making excuses for your life or your outcomes. You have big dreams, but little follow through, low energy, low ambition. You're just dialing it in at work, at home. These signs are little red flags to pay attention to, to decide just how long you're going to tolerate your circumstances. Because the pressure to stay comfortable and not do big, bold things like change is so great that it's easier to stay in place than it is to make a change. The opportunities to advance and grow and move are few and the risks, the risk is so great that we end up doing one of two things, settling or accepting. And then beyond that, we take it to the further extreme. 
to decide to stick with it or leave it altogether. Thinking there are only two options, leaning in or opting out, is a binary way of thinking and only perpetuates the cycle of languishing. So how do you know if you're settling or accepting? I'm always careful when I work with clients about one of my favorite practices, which is acceptance. It is what it is was a mantra I used for a long time, especially when my kids were little, until I realized that sometimes it can work against you and cause women to settle too much in harmful, toxic situations. For the record, I have never, 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 never been a settling type of woman. Settling is taking is accepting less than you deserve or being treated in a way that isn't serving you. Settling isn't the same thing as acceptance. Acceptance is saying yes to an acceptable situation or circumstance with intention and purpose. You can accept a job that doesn't go against your values while you work toward finding your life's calling. You settle when you don't feel you can do better. You settle when you don't think you have anything more to offer. You settle when your confidence is low or when you've lost sight of what's most important to you and to your future self. Acceptance, though, is about stepping into your power. It's about making choices that are fully aligned and within your value system. So while it's not ideal, it's also not harmful or toxic. But the goal of any situation when you are setting, settling needs to be to get to your next situation that is more acceptable. And the goal for any situation where you are already accepting should be to get you to a place of thriving. All of these require you to move out of your comfort zone or else you may remain in the land of bitter and sour and keep languishing for the rest of your life or your career. Knowing when it's time to leave your comfort zone is essential. When I took my Brave Yes Leap to quit working my nine to five job eight years ago, it would have been easy to stay in that comfort zone of that employer that offered great benefits and a really decent salary. However, like my client mentioned at the start of this post, I was languishing. I wanted more time with my twin daughters. I absolutely wanted more time for my creative work and for my creative energy. And I wanted freedom. To leave that job meant leaving financial security behind. It meant no more human resources and a steady paycheck. But to stay in that position that wasn't helping me feel aligned in my life or my creativity, and it wasn't making me feel good in soul alignment, it would have meant long-term languishing. At that point, for me, I knew I needed to choose courage over comfort, just like I did last year when I decided to change the direction of my coaching work. Your comfort zone is the place where you can survive just fine, no harm done. But you don't want to stay there too long. It can be a great resting space, a place to catch your breath. But after too long, it's time to move. Where you want to learn to get comfortable is in your stretch, stretch zone. Your stretch zone is where the magic in life resides. It's where you get to test your courage and your audacity but not in a way that is too scary or too much. 
If you ignore your stretch zone and jump straight into big scary change, you may end up in the danger zone. The danger zone is so overwhelming and so out there that you might quit before you get too far. This is like diving into the deep end when you can't swim. This could have you sinking in a state of languishing before too long. Rather, start in the shallow end and move toward the middle. That is where the stretch zone is. But it all begins first with the second stage of change, understanding and being aware that there is definitely a problem and something needs to change. That's where you can start to prepare and set intentions to take action to address your challenging situation. When you choose courage over comfort, you will experience so much more than you ever could imagine. You will no longer be slogging through the mud of life. Your steps will no longer feel heavy. You will feel lighter. A smile will pass your lips all day. You will be swept up in the current of your own bliss and joy. You will be braver still because suddenly one scary brave yes makes all the others a little less so. You will find new friends, new people will gravitate to this new you, this more boundaried you. But to do this, you must first choose yourself and invest in your own possibilities. How many of us are women with little girls inside of us who had dreams that never came to fruition because we weren't capable, because we simply didn't believe in ourselves or we didn't have the stamina to keep doing the hard, uncomfortable parts of moving the needle in our life? If you're in a place where you're languishing or settling, you are not alone and welcome to the start of your journey. I work with women who feel ready for change deep in their soul. And great news, you don't have to languish even if you are ready to make a change. That is the beautiful thing about journeying toward wholeness. You can thrive right now and work toward change. Change is hard and takes time. It's filled with risk and uncertainty. It is actually a whole lot easier to begin by creating a beautiful life where you are right now so that you feel fully supported and resilient while working toward change. So back to my client who decided she needs to suck it up and take the job. Her worry was about losing herself, not having the time or the energy for her creative energy. And that worry is 100% valid. And she can work on thriving right now while she's in the messy middle, working toward her audacious, aligned life goals. And I told her I would absolutely help her with time management and creative energy. That's what I do. And so I asked her about her frustration at not being able to self-express during her day job, knowing that we would work on making sure that she would have the energy for her creative life. And I asked her, what can you do to spice up your vanilla work life, even if you can't show up there as you wish? And she had the perfect response. She said, I will just go home and roll in sprinkles. I will just go home and roll in sprinkles. Yes, you can thrive in place so long as you know that you can and must keep moving. You must keep growing and changing and not giving up on yourself or your worth. It's okay to be in the comfort zone, so long as you know it's just a resting place, not a final destination. It's okay to settle for a bit, so long as you're working toward the life of your future self where you are the shining star. 
if you want help to leave your comfort zone, to work and get comfortable in your stretch zone, let's talk. Book a one-on-one -on -one free coaching discovery call with me, and I will tell you all about coaching and other programs that I have that can support you in your journey. And if you like this episode, please, please leave a review or share it with a friend.